Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to Me Athlete Radio. This is a great start. <laughs> yeah, our guy who was going to do the cold open just Oh, boy, he just disappeared okay. off the screen. <laughs> All right, no cold well, open. <laughs> that kind of day uh, with tech issues or noise issues in the library. Isabel went to the library, and it's louder there than uh, than anywhere else, really. So that's surprising. Uh, I'm at my house. Doug's at his house. And Matt Tolman, I think, is back home, and he was here, too, but now he's lost. So we'll uh, we'll just get started, and he can give us whatever he was going to give us later. Hey, there he is. Okay. We did it. We're back. We're back. All right. And we're live. Is that the so welcome back, I could see what we would say when you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> I wish... I mean, hey, it's live, and so, you know, we're warming it up. Dale just joined. Hey, Dale. So, you know, you need to burn off, like, the first 30 seconds before people join. Yeah, no, I actually, sure. I, was watching, I was watching that clip on, on, uh, on YouTube that I just shared with you guys, and I clicked the exit, and apparently it exited this tab. So sorry about that. Here's the real uh, cold open. Matt, we're talking about the least that you need to do to stay healthy. And you texted me the other day saying, I'm pretty sure I got sick because I used the mouth tape again. And yes. that is what happened to me. And why are you taping your mouth? We've gone through this multiple times. <laughs> yeah. you, you have bad dreams. You wake up in the night. You get sick. I think we're against mouth tape. So tell us your story. I, well, I don't have bad, bad dreams with mouth tape. I put it on because I, I sleep horribly and recently, especially horribly, and I was just trying to fix it. I noticed I was always waking up with a completely dry mouth. And I said, I'm going to at least do this. That'll make me keep my mouth shut. It'll stay wet and good. Uh, it hasn't fixed anything, but anyway. But then I got sick like three days after. And then I recalled that you had said you think you got sick from doing that or shortly after. So we don't have any real causation here, but we uh, we do have, have seeming correlation. So I don't know. Wait, that's, are you, that's is it because you're reusing the mouth tape and you were no. sick and now you're putting it back on? Like, no, you're just reading about, everything through your nose. I was about to clarify. We I don't think we got sick because of the tape. We got sick because of some sort of viral or bacterial infection, a cold, if you will. Uh, but my theory theory is that you sleep in such a terrible way because you're waking up throughout the night, or I, I did, you know, because mm-hmm. you can't breathe out of your mouth that it runs down your immune system such that it makes you susceptible for sickness. Mm. The thing so is, the I already is making you sleep worse, worse and therefore you're getting sick. It's exactly possible. right. Yeah. I think it's the opposite of the point of the mouth tape. Well, we, I mean, there's something That's supposedly true. about, about nose breathing that is a higher quality or you get like less, better oxygen somehow. I don't know how that or works. Filtration, at all. But, right? filtration, like yeah, maybe filtration. bypassing a little bit of the, uh, you know the the first first resistance against sickness. I don't know. It's getting deeper in the system. But anyway, so who knows if it works or not? Um, it is it it is maybe a a lesson though. Like we're we're talking today about kind of I don't know if simple health hacks is the right phrase here, but it could be. Um, but it basically, how do you not get sick and how do you stay healthy long term? Uh, they're generally the same things. The things that keep you healthy in the long term are also the things that keep you healthy in the short term. I think. Uh, but one of the things I was going to say is like. I don't think you should overdo it. Like, I don't think you should go crazy with anything. The, the, the remedies, the things that are supposed to prevent illness. Like, I think generally if you just sort of keep it low key and you kind of keep doing what you're doing, that's generally the better way to not get sick. Uh, so mouth taping, an example of maybe 
maybe going a little, you know, flying too close to the sun kind of deal. You're, you're, you're tempting fate. You're, you're messing with stuff, messing with nature. So maybe that's, uh, maybe that's the cause. I don't know okay. about that. <laughs> it's a I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say that uh, mouth tape has nothing to do with you guys getting sick. You got sick because you were exposed to a virus and your body, uh, you know, let that virus flourish and then you got sick. Maybe. But the whole point of, but immune system is so core to sleeping. I, I fundamentally believe, and I have often checked or I should say, I've often had the thought that like, ah, oh, like I'm exhausted, I'm run down, like I'm, I've got a lot of stress, I'm not sleeping. And then like a couple of few days of that, like we're constantly exposed to, to pathogens, right? Constantly. Sure. Our bodies are just really, really good at fighting them off until they're not. And so if you, if you wreck your sleep with mouth tape for a few nights, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know. It's well, un- that's true. Unsurprising. If you're wrecking that's your true. That's true. All right, so but, I, you know we're we're talking here about the the least you need to do in order to stay healthy, short term, long term. I think sleep is probably the number one thing. Maybe we can all agree on, or at least it's one of it's in the top three of uh, of things you can do, and that is definitely you know get an appropriate amount of sleep and prioritize sleep, especially if you're starting to come down with something, which I am. It's going through my house right now, having to prioritize sleep a little bit so that me too. Uh, you can fight it off. We got one too. All right. I would say rest in general. Not, I mean, sleep, yes, is very important, but also like knowing your body's limits and like maybe I shouldn't go out on a really long run this weekend if I'm not feeling great because that'll run my body down more than more than resting in general. So, Yeah, I, I think I think sensing and being aware and maybe this is where technology can help you, uh, like with the aura ring stuff that will tell you really before you would otherwise, otherwise notice that your body temperature is higher. Uh, or your heart rate was elevated like that, that stuff, I don't detect on my own, but the aura ring will tell me when I'm wearing it. Um, and I guess if that were happening and you see that, like that would be a sign. Don't do a long run or don't do whatever it was you're going to do or try to get to bed earlier. Uh, maybe don't drink as much alcohol as you might otherwise or any. So I think that's a, that's a good strategy. I don't really know. Like I don't have experience of like saying, Hey, I I'm seeing that this is a warning sign and now I'm going to take it easy. And there, you know, now in hindsight, I didn't get sick from that. I don't, so I don't really know if it's effective. Like maybe it's too late by the time your heart rate is elevated and your temperature's elevated. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know about the sleep thing. Like sleep sounds like it'd be really important. I'm the worst sleeper I know. And I, I very rarely get sick. I mean, mm. I know I did last week, but it's like not often at all. So I'm, I'm hesitant to put sleep in there as the, as the, you know, super important immunity thing. But how much of it's psychosomatic? So we should go around the horn and I'd love to hear what each of you think is the least you need to do to stay healthy. But I'll, I'll, before we get there, I am curious to hear, you know, cause like, I think so much of it is psychosomatic. Like if you wake up and like, like when my kids get sick, like when my kids get sick, I immediately think I'm going to get sick. And the next morning I feel something in my throat. And then like the day after that I'm sick. Right. Adriana, my wife doesn't ever get sick. She like, doesn't believe in getting sick. She's like, she won't talk about getting sick. Like she gets sniffly or like, you know, congested or whatever. I'm like, are you feeling it? She's like, I'm fine. <laughs> like she's like, she will not recognize it. And I think as a result, like the whole ha- household can be sick and she's like totally fine. Mom immunity maybe is an entirely different subject. I think that's real. Uh, fun fact, I learned that there's actually something in a baby's saliva when they're breastfeeding that is then absorbed through uh, 
into mom and there's a reaction that actually gets mom to create antibodies to give back to the baby. Nature is wild. So cool. That's so cool. Yeah. It's psychosomatic. Anyway, someone else can pick up on any of that stuff or we can go around the horn. I think, I think what you're talking about though is like the mind body connection. And I do as a little bit of a hippie, I do, I do think like there is some power to that. I don't know. I mean, you can't like fight a virus, I think. Well, I don't know. Somebody else might challenge me, but you can't fight a virus necessarily with your mind power. But if I sit here and say like, I'm fine, I feel fine. I feel fine. I'm not going to be sick. Like I can, I can see that having a little bit of an impact if, if it, I would say probably depending on the state and depending on what kind of sickness I have. I can I can see Doug just completely disagree. But how is how's that not fighting a virus? Isn't that exactly what fighting a virus is? is I don't know. I don't know. I think there's something to it. I, I I agree with I agree with your wife, Matt, that you know, there's there's something to it. All right. Well, before before Doug weighs in, I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon here. I also agree with this. I, I feel like when I stopped getting sick was when I just for whatever reason decided, like, I think, th I think this stuff's all in your head. I think it was probably 20 years ago. And I said, I'm not going to be afraid of being around six people, sick people when my wife is sick. Like she's always careful to like not kiss on the lips or whatever. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to do this. Cause I think there are a lot of doctors around sick people and they don't get sick. So I think, I think if you just tell yourself you're not going to, and you really believe it, I think you're not going to get sick a, a lot. So that's, I'm, I'm on board. Hold on. Um, hold on. This is, this is going to be fun. New topic. We're spending the entire rest of the day talking about Matt Frazier and the fact that we just went through a podcast where like, you don't believe in the placebo effect. You don't, you don't believe in homeopathic that doesn't exist. And yet right. here you are fending off viruses with your mind. Help, help me square those two things because that yeah. sure sounds like a homeopathic placebo mind over matter kind of approach. Okay. It, it's not homeopathic. Homeopathic is, is a special different thing. It had to do with uh, the water, right? Water and, and it, some, some strange thing. Like, look it up. There's like a definition. Sh structured how crystalline waters. That, that's you know, a, yeah. It's just, yeah. it's, I don't, I made that up. It, I mean, it's, it's something like that. I, I don't understand what it is. Um, but, I, I believe in the placebo effect. I really, I think it's very real, very powerful, amazing effect that our bodies can do this stuff. I don't think it would be right for doctors to make use of that and, and tell us what is a, they know to be a lie because it's going to, it's, they think that's going to be the most curative thing they can do to you. Uh, I think that's, that causes a lot of other problems. Not, not, you know, one of them is that one, one non-problem is that it helps the patient get better, but there are a lot of other issues that arise when that happens. But do you think if it's not a doctor and it's just you, as you are doing in your own placebo? Yeah, yeah. Like I, remember, I think I did in that same episode say I think it's good to uh, you know believe things that serve you, not necessarily the things that are the most true. And and perhaps that is very much that. I don't know when it's done on your own. I think I think you avoid some of these issues that uh, arise when a doctor's doing it. That's, I mean, that should be the whole topic, a placebo, a placebo effect episode when we're prepared. And yeah, add to the list. By the way, I'm, I'm the same way. This this winter, knock on wood, this winter has been a like radically different level of health for me. I feel like since I had kids, I have been sick the entire winters. Every single winter, the entire winter, it's just like, it, it's not whether or not you get sick, it's whether or not you get healthy for longer than like three days before the next sickness yeah. hits. Yeah. 
Um, it's even worse where Isabel is with, with you know, may, maybe it's because my kids are getting older, but there's, there's more of them and there's more licking. <laughs> so much snot you know, just everywhere. Yeah, just everywhere. The things they put in their mouth, like, you know. Um, but I really do actually believe that part of it is because like I am doing this cold plunge, you know, I, like pretty regularly, you know, I'm meditating really uh, regularly. I mean, daily, um, like I feel, uh, I also don't drink anymore. So like, I don't know if those individual behaviors have improved my immune system or if it's because in my mind, I'm like, well, like I got everything dialed in. I, I, I'm not going to get sick. I have, I have an incredible immune system now. But, but one way or the other, whatever the cause being, like I have been, knock on wood, super healthy even through like you know a lot of sicknesses. Maybe it's the drinking. I don't know. I mean, so I, think, I think, think I think when you do when you give your an assault on your body with drinking or running an ultra marathon or something like that, it, you know, it it's going to much more likely get you sick. Anyway, Doug, I want to hear from you, Mr. Wizard. I'm going to rain on all of our parade here. Be the scientist guy who says this is crazy. Well, I'm, I'm not going to quote any science here, but I think you're all crazy. <laughs> like, wait, wait like, in which direction? In, in I knew, I knew it was uh, <laughs> Look, so I, I definitely believe that in the power of positive thinking, for sure. And, uh, and that, you know, if you're dwelling on a back pain, then it's going to hurt more and last longer than if you are, uh, you know, thinking, you know, trying to move past it and feeling confident that you can. And that goes with sickness too. And especially like people who are dying, you know, they die a lot quicker oftentimes if they believe that they're going to die versus believe that they're going to live and fight it and, and move past it. And um, at least that's the stories that you hear, whether there's any science behind that, I have no idea, but that those are the stories you hear. But I think, I think that saying that, uh, Oh, I don't get sick and therefore you don't get sick is, is total, total crap. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, like my kids aren't going around saying, oh, I'm going to get sick today. You know, they just happen to get sick all the time because they're around viruses all the time at school. Right. And then, then they bring that into the house and they sneeze and slobber over everything. And then we get sick. Thankfully, I have a stronger immune system than they do. I've been exposed to 30 plus more years than they have. And um, and so, you know, I don't always get sick or as sick as they do. I think that's just what's happening. I think that Matt, your kids, uh, Matt Frazier, your kids, um, only one of them goes to school now. The other one is homeschooled. You have less viruses coming into your house. You're spending a lot more time outside probably because of soccer and everything else. I think uh, MT, you know, I, if you're taking care of your immune system, why not drinking and um, cold plunges and, and everything else, then you probably have a stronger immune system and you're fighting it. I think that just saying that you're not getting sick is, 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 is not impacting whether you're getting sick or not. That's my says take. the guy says the guy who's sick. <laughs> the guy I who's mean, coming down with something. Yeah, that's just. I mean, I'm just maybe you. I mean, should the, try the sickest it. I've that's been in years. Saying. The maybe sickest I've been was was the flu a little while ago in November after after my ultra, and I was 100 percent convinced that I was not going to get it. I was convinced that I didn't have it. That I was just recovering from my race, and I was knocked out for the next like five days. I mean, worse sick, 105 de temperature for. 48 hours straight, like even with medication, bad news. I think we should and, try it though, Doug. Let's do a, let's do an experiment. I feel like I'm getting sick too. I'll put the power into my brain and you just like, <laughs> let it be and we'll see what happens. Well, Hey, I, I got some, I'm going away this weekend by myself. I do not want to be sick. Like I'm, I'm ignoring the fact that I've got sniffles coming on and that my daughter stayed home today. Um, hey, there you go. You're doing it. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. You're already ignoring it. 
<laughs> where where are you going alone? The side side. And by the way, you know, just because not all mind power is the same, right? Maybe you just have to hone in your ability. But where are you yeah. going this weekend alone? I just I'm going out to a little cabin in the woods. Have a little that duck time. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Good for you, man. I've been thinking about that. I love that journey for you. Thank you. Um, all right. The least things that you have to do, the least you need to do to stay healthy. Who wants to start now that we were warmed up? All right. I'll go. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I think if you can go in the cabin in the woods like Doug, eat a dinner salad, you know, so long as you are covering your bases, you know, kind of Michael Singer level of, of very little nutrition. Uh, you expose yourself to no one, right? So therefore no pathogens. Uh, you're fasting, you know, probably 16 to 20 hours per day. Um, you go for light walks, you get sun and you get a ton of sleep. You're a hermit. But that is, I think, the by least. I'm trying to answer the least, the least you need to do to stay healthy. You could literally go into something just shy of an induced coma, okay. living alone, eating almost nothing, sleeping a ton, getting your sunshine, and getting a basic amount of exercise. You, that's the least amount of activity required, and you'd probably stay very, very healthy for a long time. <laughs> You know how in office space the guy misinterprets the the quiz about the <laughs> if you had a million dollars what would you do and that's how you decide what you're gonna do. You sort of misinterpreted the the least you need to do to stay healthy. Like, if you don't have a lot of time to do anything radical, what what some simple things you could do? To stay not not uproot your yeah, life. You just sit in your bedroom and never see anyone, never talk to anyone. It's the least you yeah. can do. The least. All right. I mean, and I, I mean, I think I nailed it. <laughs> those, I mean, you did. There were a lot of really good points. And I think each of those maybe individually can be the least that you can do. <laughs> Eating yeah. a wholesome. I, Look, I, I, you know, sometimes think, you have to ask yourself, what is the opposite of the answer, right? And so it's like going and breaking down your muscle tissue with like a CrossFit every single day and then having to eat a high protein which we know is inversely correlated to longevity at certain levels, right? Like those are the maximizing things. Those are the, you have to do a lot of things. Like, can you be healthy and happy and active? Like, yeah, that's kind of actually the path I'm taking. However, if you ask yourself, what is the least you can do, the least energy expenditure, the least number of toxins that you're putting into your body, the least amount of stress, the most sleep, that is the answer quantitatively. Okay, right, so I'm going to take a slightly different approach. <laughs> okay, um, but I, I do think I do like the idea of flipping it, uh, and and instead of what do you need to do, I would I would say maybe what you shouldn't do, and and that's really just anything that's totally destructive to your body. So like uh, eating a lot of junk food, sitting on the couch for you know every single day, every hour, um, uh, drinking too much alcohol. Uh, you know, not getting any sleep, that kind of stuff. So if you, if I, I think the least you can do to stay healthy is, uh, you know, is the inverse of that, which would be like eat a fairly balanced diet, a little junk foods, not a problem, but you know, a fairly balanced diet, get decent sleep, don't drink too much, move your body a little bit, 
but not too much. Yeah, that that kind of thing. How does that? Yeah, how I, does think, that I think the not too much is uh, very important. I think you do too much of any of this stuff, and I think you're asking for trouble. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I don't know. For me, I think also around the time this is totally anecdotal, but I think that when I sort of stopped getting sick was when I started eating really well. Uh, so I tend to think that's probably the most important thing. And <laughs> I thought it was the mind. I, I thought it was the mind. It can't be both. It can. It can it's, be both. It's, it's, it's he wanted thing. Exactly. When he eats, he, he's he just he has a mantra of immunity, immunity, immunity. When every spoonful. <laughs> there was, I think it was a couple of morning shows ago, uh, or a couple of weeks ago. Everybody in Matt's house was sick, and he blamed it on the fact that they ate pretzels. Yeah, and I wasn't, because it because it could have been they ate pretzels and I didn't. <laughs> The guy who doesn't believe in pretzel effects. Definitely, yeah. Well, placebos and pretzels. It's it's actually the new name of our book, placebos and pretzels. Mm -hmm. Um, Exactly right. By the way, I actually believe in that more than anything, and then I'll let you go back, Matt. But uh, I have thought um, that I'm getting sick, and I've literally eaten like mounds of uh, ginger, um, raw garlic. Adriana hates that. I mean, just, you know, seven or eight, uh, you know, pieces of fruit to get just a ton of vitamin C, right? Like I'll, I'll go do the, you know, uh, extra vitamin D, right? Like I just get overly nutri- nutritionalized and there's a lot of placebo in that, but it works, I think. I think there's, so I think this is, this is evidence for the mind thing. I think if you think you're doing the right thing, a lot of times you are because, I, I do kind of the opposite of that with nutrition. I think I try to give my body a break from things. Like when I'm getting, starting to come down with stuff, I'll just generally feel okay skipping meals and say, it's probably a sort of a fasting thing and I'm okay with this. Definitely not going to eat a whole mound of you know ginger and garlic and do all these things that are unnatural and atypical. I don't rush to the medicine cabinet and start popping all the, all the stuff because I don't really think getting sick is like a deficiency in uh, elderberry or whatever. I mean, those things might help with prevention, but- I don't know. And, and to be honest, I do sometimes when I start feeling myself coming down, I'll take the immunity pills that we have or whatever. Um, but in general, I'm not thinking like I need to give myself more. It's usually I need to give myself less. Uh, and so I just sort of do less things, eat less things. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, I think a healthy diet to begin with is the kind of fundamental important part. Uh, but I don't, I don't know about exercise. I don't know if I've seen a whole lot about exercise and short-term immunity. I have to imagine it's really important. Actually, I have heard, I've heard that, uh, I've heard that training in general is a good thing for immunity, but once the effort gets too high, you know, race day effort, or even the, the ramp up to that, you can actually put your immunity into the, into the negative by, by doing too much. So, I mean, these are, these are kind of boring things, uh, but it's, it's what I do to, to not get sick. So I, wanna, uh, before as well goes, I do want to harp a little bit on the, um, like taking the elderberry or those, uh, like an emergency, any of these kind of products that that are, you know, fairly common now, and a lot of people swear by them. Um, if you're starting to feel sick, or if someone around you is sick, and you're doing those things, like, do you guys see any value in that stuff? It seems like Tolman, maybe not emergency, but you know, those types of ginger, um, you know, uh, garlic, raw garlic, that kind of stuff. Um, I think you take uh, elderberry, um, which I do as well during the, or I did during the fall. Um, like it, and, you now you don't, and now you're sick <laughs> just right. to call it out <laughs> by the way i listed all whole foods with the exception of vitamin d 
And if I didn't live in Colorado and I was getting sick, I would take off my shirt and I would go out in the sun as much as possible to get that vitamin D. I got the vitamin C from, you know, uh, citrus fruits or apples, whatever it is, like raw garlic, ginger, you know, that stuff I put straight into the blender. Right. So I'm, I'm not pushing, like, I'm, I'm actually with you. Like, I don't, I don't take 8,000 milligrams of vitamin C in, in capsule form. Like I used to like in high school. <laughs> um, uh, so I think it is a whole food thing. And by the way, on Matt's point, I actually agree with you. I think the best thing you can do to fight off most illnesses is, is to let your body get back to homeostasis. And I am particularly careful to like skip dinner and like let my body go to sleep and get like really great restorative sleep where it's not like processing and digesting food. That really helps me too. Also shout out to Dale uh, for the Seinfeld reference. I don't know if anyone else saw that in the, uh, uh, he had a very subtle Seinfeld reference. Yes, so. the pretzels make me thirsty. Good, good She's done that before in the morning yeah. show. I think I usually ignore it, but I it, I do appreciate it. Oh, I actually no. just saw an ad for a liquid IV thing that a doctor was advertising, and he was he was doing the pretzels are making me thirsty bit. He just kind of said it all these different ways, and then he got hooked up to his IV, and then he was eating pretzels and didn't get thirsty because he because he was, had a hydration thing. See, <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds great because he's well hydrated. He's eating a, a, a delightful snack that's making him happy. But by the way, I think the IV thing is like, right, in the spectrum, you have like, you know, ginger and eating an extra orange for vitamin C, whole food options. Then you get into like the elderberries and the echinaceas, right? And then on the other end of the spectrum, you do have people who go and get an IV, you know, which I, I don't know, I looked into and Matt and I talked a little bit about it on a different episode, so I won't go on and on. But I just don't, I think that there's a very harmonious relationship between your your gut and the way it filters things into the blood i don't i can't get there on the idea that you should put things directly into your vein unless you're in an acute you know an acute kind of like hospital type setting that uh that really demands it like i i just i'm not there i almost almost did it almost did it the other week yeah i can't yeah i can't get behind i can't get behind that either um I don't know. I think I'm I'm on the spectrum of both both whole going for the whole foods, but also like just kind of pumping <laughs> pumping my body with good stuff. I think I'm similar to similar to Matt Tolman that I I start reaching for the fruits, the veggies, like just trying to inundate myself with vitamins as much as possible. Drink tons of water, and I I think movement is really important and like whether that's getting outside for just a walk or a run or just like some yoga stretching. But like, to me, if you think about it, if you're moving your body around, that means everything's moving through you too. And for me, that, that makes me feel like I'm pushing the toxins out. I know Doug will love this. This is impossible for me to do, but it makes me feel like that's what I'm doing. So a little bit of movement and then like fresh air and fresh sunshine, um, you know, just getting out of whatever stuffy environment. I always feel stuffy when I'm inside, when I'm, when I'm feeling sick. So just getting outside for a little bit of fresh air too. Though that's the least, the least that I would do, or that's what I would do. Get outside, move around a little bit, maybe go for a little jog or a walk and then just eat as much good stuff as I can. So veggies, fruit, whole foods. I am a big like garlic broth person. I can't really get on the whole ginger side. 
I like ginger. What about, what about fire? Uh, not fire water, but it's like fire fire cider. You you know about that stuff? Doug probably does. It's an aspirin. Oh yeah, fire yeah, yeah, water. I know about that stuff. What is fire water? Is what the uh, bourbon? Alcohol, I think. Bourbon. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like what? Is, what is Tequila? it? Uh, fireball. Fireball is a fireball. <laughs> we don't <laughs> fireball. <laughs> uh, That'll help your right, kids. Cider is a, is a fiery sure. tonic made with fresh horseradish, ginger, garlic, onions, cayenne pepper, apple cider vinegar, yes. and honey. The one that my friend gave to my daughter when she was spending it at her house, she said did not have honey. I don't know what it had instead. Maybe just sugar. Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I, I, I guess I could see that kind of working. Right. I just what? feel like by the time people have that. That sounds so intense. I said I was getting sick. My mom loves this stuff where she's like, it's like, oh, I just saw this article about this. Like in the 1700s, they put um, honey and onions and let it sit overnight and you eat that and it's a cold cure. And I explained that, you know, I, I, I wonder if it would work with uh, agave or something that's not honey. Um, I doubt it because honey, you know, is, is a very nutrient dense kind of magical superfood thing. I just don't want to eat it. Um, so she tried it with agave and it was like this fermented agave onion thing. And cause I love my mom. I, I took a bite. Um, I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it, but supposedly for 400 years, people have been using that and it will, if you can get through it, it will cure your cold. I I'm partial to things that have been around for 400 years and and are terrible like that because if it has persisted, if that idea has stayed <laughs> around that long and it's terrible, it has very to be very likely it's a real thing. So that it actually works. So I I like those Good things. I'd much sooner go with that than some some modern you know marketing thing somebody dreams up. Uh, but hold on. So here's one. Do you guys? Uh, I don't know why we've gravitated to like colds and flus like i interpreted this as the least you need to do to stay healthy as in like staying healthy and vibrant and long right. long living and not getting yeah, sick sure but you guys went straight to like you know colds um so that's that's you know maybe we can have the other side of the conversation uh but also do you guys take any pharmaceutical drugs when you are sick I mean, at what point, right? Because, like, obviously, if you have a 48-hour, 105-degree fever, Doug, like, I imagine you took some some fever-reducing oh, yeah. kind of painkiller type. I went, multiple, I, I went like, eight years with never touching any of that stuff because I got so crazy about, like, you know, only whole foods can heal me kind of stuff. And, like, I didn't want any of the natural. I was just like, I don't know what this drug actually does to me. So, like, I'm... I'm not going to take Dayquil, you know? Um, so do you guys do any of that? I do. Yeah. And I'm, I have no problem with it. Uh, you know, I, those pharmaceutical drugs and some things like that, like I, I don't want to take them very often, but if I'm sick and unable to sleep because I'm too congested, I think it's better for me to get the sleep and take NyQuil and get the sleep than, uh, than keep my body from having, you know, keep NyQuil out of my body. So, uh, you know, it, it, I don't, it, 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 you know, it takes me being pretty sick to do that, but I have no problem with it when, when I am. Yeah. I'm, I'll do it for like targeted things. Like if I'm, if I'm, if I have to do something and I'm sick, then I would certainly take the, whatever pills going to lower my fever and make me feel better. But I, in general, I would think that fever serves a purpose. You don't want to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I guess there's a, Burn it off, baby. yeah, right. I guess. And I think that that I way think. of thinking used to be like, uh you know crazy person talk but people i think get that now mm -hmm. and i think that's good um 
I've, I've had to take antibiotics twice, like once a year ago in the summer when I got sick for like a month. And then, I don't know, 2016, I had to do the same thing. Uh, so, it, you know, I don't know. I think, I think there comes a time. And the, I went to the doctor after like three weeks. And they're like, you know what? It, it's time. Like, I get why you don't want to do that, but you, you need to do it now. Um, so. Did it work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Antibiotics for sure. Two for two. It knocks it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, try, I try my hardest to avoid them. And I, I used to be like a real firm believer, um, in letting my body fight everything. And then I had children who, as we've talked about, just bring in all of this nonsense that you, that you can't avoid sometimes. Um, so I, I, am more open to them now. Um, I agree kind of with you, Frazier. Like if I, if I have to do something and need to be performing better, like right. in life, um, then I'll, then I'll try it. But typically try to let my body do its thing because that's what our bodies are meant to do. They're meant to fight against and process the things that are in our, in our systems. Yeah. So I think to answer Matt Tolman's issue about, he thought we were going to talk about long-term health kind of stuff. Um, I, I mean, before this conversation, I was thinking that my approach is really the same to both. And maybe that kind of like guides, uh, it that like, I don't know that, that if, if it's good for long-term health, then it's probably also good for short-term health. And and if it isn't good for long-term health, then I should question whether it's actually good for short-term health. Uh, so generally they're the same thing for me. Uh, I'm sure there would be like differences if I would try to think about them, but, uh, I don't know for sure. That's, that's, I don't know. I think it's another episode, but I don't think we should get into that today. It's, uh, you know, the longer term least you need to do to kind of keep yourself fit and healthy and whatever, but, Mm -hmm. uh, we should do it. Um, Wanted to say hi to some people here real quick. Vegan Stallion showed up. Vegan Stallion and Garuda, they've been butting heads a little bit in the morning show. They're both here in the same room, civil. Uh, Garuda always likes to greet Isabel, which I like. I like that Garuda likes Isabel because, uh, you know, Garuda's, Garuda's, uh, how would you describe Garuda? Out, you know, outspoken sort of sometimes. Seems to mix it up uh, in the chat. Gets people angry, but has a soft spot for Isabel. I like it. <laughs> and uh, Ellie the Puppet over on... Uh, over on Twitch. Twitch, gets angry and uh, and thinks duct tape is duct tape, D-U-C-K, instead of duct. So, you know, not uh, <laughs> close. Not quite. There's a concern there. There's a difference. There's a concern for the ducks. Uh, and hello to Bianca, by the way. Bianca showed up. Of course she makes her own fire cider. She's, uh, she's a southern girl, and she does those sorts of things. Uh, but she doesn't use honey or sugar, no sweetness, just really spicy. Vinegar. Ooh. That's what and the drink tastes like spicy vinegar, my daughter said. And she really liked it too. Oh. I'm gonna so, go make some of my own. Yeah. Bianca, send me the recipe. Do that. Send the recipe, Bianca. Send it over. Put it in the Discord. Um, all right. Well, we're at uh, I don't know, we've been 40 minutes or so. Anybody any any last parting thoughts here on how to stay healthy? We didn't mention like uh something I think Vegan Stallion mentioned zinc, says clinically. Mm-hmm proven to shorten the duration and severity of colds. If you want to talk science at what cost though, I wonder, is there, is there some, uh, is there some trade-off that happens when you do that to shorten the duration and severity of your colds? I don't know. Uh, that's zinc lozenges, but we didn't mention, uh, uh, nutritional yeast, which Dr. Greger has talked a lot about as a, as a cold cure. And he's, he's evidence-based and all that maybe cherry picks a little bit here and there, but in this case, he, he, found some good things that show uh nutritional yeast very helpful for preventing colds so that's preventing, uh, one that, like like ongoing basis you you eat the nutritional i yeast don't know if it's, if it's ongoing or if it's sort of like when you sense it's coming on which it feels like that's always just so too late if uh, is it the yeah. fortified kind b12 because maybe it's the b12 
I mean, it's possible. Yeah, and I don't it know if they would sad. like control for that and make sure that the people weren't deficient in B12 to begin with, because obviously then it would help if it was giving you that. Uh, Elderberry, I've seen Dr. Furman say that there really is some evidence that it helps prevent illness. Um, but again, I don't know how, how really. like my wife will go running to the medicine cabinet and just start eating whatever there is when, when she's already sick. And I'm like, it's too late. You, it's not going to do anything now. Uh, and it sounds like Isabel's maybe the same is way. It? I don't Hold know. On. Is it, <laughs> is, is it, is it not going to do anything now? Because like, you know, it's an ongoing process of Should help and fighting off bugs and I virus, just think, right? I mean, maybe it helps a little bit, but I, it, the Should virus. Shorten, will... shorten the time period maybe. of sickness. Less like severe. Uh, what about what about those, silver uh, water? What about what? Silver water or something like that? What is silver water? Now that's tequila. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, All of these sound silver? like great Evidence alcohol space. brand names. <laughs> like a little silver dust? Silver water. Yeah, is a great yeah, 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 yeah. Silver liquid. I don't know. It? I don't like the idea of putting metals in my body. I really, it scares me. I mean, is it actual silver? And, and zinc is, is good for. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. How about the lithium? A bit of tiny silver bits that float in a liquid. I mean, your body uses metals and minerals and things, so it's not crazy, but I don't I don't know about introducing yeah. anymore. Lithium. Has anyone looked into lithium treatment? There's some wild new science about that. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. We all associate lithium as batteries, but go Google it. Like, you know, uh, health benefits of lithium. And there's a wild, I'm not endorsing. Not endorsing, but uh, but vegan salient does does believe there's beta glucans in the yeast. So interesting. Hey, you know, like I was I was shit talking Dayquil, and the way Doug reacted kind of reminded me of that. What's that movie where Will Smith is like sipping on <laughs> sipping on his that's Benadryl? Hitch, like, isn't it? Isn't Matt? I mean, look, is that <laughs> like I think that's Hitch. I, 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 I take love that Benadryl, right? Like, there's nothing wrong when your face is all swollen. I can, up. To take a look I can picture it. Doug just sitting there with a straw, sipping on Dayquil to get through the day. You know, the other thing I was going to add is, Isabel, you know, you mentioned the kids bring in all this stuff. But being a parent and having a cold is a totally different scenario. I think one of the reasons why I went without any sort of drugs for a long, long time was because, like, if I got a cold, I would just lay in bed, right? And, like, you can get a modicum of work done from bed if you're fortunate enough to have a, a remote work situation and like and you doze off and you sleep and like you're better within a day or two right no problem but if you have kids and you've got to like get them to school and like pack lunches and make them dinner and they're still up and they're crying and they're stuffy and they're waking up the night like god yeah taking some drugs right not a bad yeah. idea Yep. Absolutely. Once you get hit in the mouth, I mean, all I plans just... are good until you get hit and punched in the mouth, Mike Tyson said. And that's what <laughs> until kid. your kids get kids. sick. What? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Before before we wrap up, so like megadoses of vitamin C, um, uh, you know, we're using nutritional yeast. Um, uh, let's see. What else do we talk about? Um, Suppositories. Activated charcoal. We didn't talk about that one. Activated oh. charcoal. Yeah. The, yeah um, uh, oh, what's the purple stuff um, that we talked about? Purple drink? Robitussin? No, the natural. Oh, elderberry? Elderberry. 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 So, like, if let's say you take that all the time to prevent, you know, during cold season, flu season, to try to prevent uh, yourself from getting sick. Don't you think your body just adjusts to that much of those things and therefore, like, changes the baseline? So, if you stop it, then 
100%. I think so. And then like you're more likely to get sick. I don't know. I've, does I've always your body thought stop, that. No, does your body no adjust to healthy plant-based diet and then it's no longer healthy for you anymore? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, you have to get more healthy. That's why we all start right. as like junk food vegans. And then we like gradually start getting healthier and healthier and healthier. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what you're, so what you're proposing, Matt, is that we should go on like a cyclical thing where like you're fruitarian and you're like raw veggie only, and then like you're junk food vegan, and then you go back to like whole food, plant based, and then you go that vegetarian. They've all been you keep, you keep your body, keep you it keep guessing. Your body guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. yeah, right. It's kind of like, like fasting. It's like the workout. It's like the workout. You know, like you gotta you gotta keep doing different stuff to keep your your muscles reacting. Makes sense. I mean, maybe. Okay. I don't know what, what it is about cold prevention and shortening that suddenly, like everyone, like has these wacky ideas, and it's acceptable that everyone has all these totally like non-scientific thoughts. <laughs> Matt, yeah, those are those living in a cave. Broken here today. It applies to all. Supplies to all areas of life. Everyone yeah, has wacky right. ideas across right. the board. Has nothing right. to do with colds. In fact, I'm excited for next week's topic of religion. That should actually <laughs> be a lot of. <laughs> that's not gonna be next no, week's topic. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's a joke, everyone. Not real politics. Christ Spears is coming out here. I know that I know the producer. Yeah. What was that, Matt? Craig Spiracy, I said, on the topic of oh, religion. Yeah. On the topic of plant based religion inter intersection. It should be good. I'm looking forward to that one, actually. All right. Anyone got anything else? We're going to get or should canceled. We, should we turn it off. According to, um, according to this liquid silver website, mm -hmm. it. Um, oh, no, I lost it. A natural, all right, it's an effective antimicrobial that kills many pathogens. Oh, okay. It helps back up the normal immune system function and protects the body against hey. invading pathogens. There you go. You know, we all fancy ourselves, you know, kind of something of experts in nutrition and health and wellness, and yet none of us brought up water. Mm. Water has to probably, did you? Isn't yeah, that I talked about drinking uh, lots of water. Please. Yeah, vegan stallion said hydration. Okay. But not, hydration but super not with the prime, not with the primacy. I think that it, it probably deserves. And I I forgot to mention that because I wasn't really yeah. on the, like the cold the cold and flu remedy when I was offering my very science based the least you need to do to stay healthy. <laughs> my answer I still stand by. Um, but I'm a yeah, big fan of like elect electrolytes, apple cider vinegar, and a ton of water. Like big jugs of that mixed together. Like I'll use one of those um, those tablets. Uh, I don't use them frequently. Um, Noon. Anyway, Noon. one of those electrolyte tablets. Yeah, yeah. Noon immunity. But I'll put like one of those in like a half gallon jug, right? And so like it's it's just you know just a little bit, and then like a little bit of apple cider vinegar, and uh, and I'll drink you know probably two three gallons a day of water when I'm sick. I think it works. Yeah, I mean, I, surely we should have said hydration. Maybe the most important thing of all these things. I don't know about the. I don't know about the electrolytes and the vinegar. If that's needed, or is that just adds to the story in your head? The placebo some, effect. Some Maybe. placebo effect, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, and electrolytes in general. I, you hear some experts say you have to have that in water if you're not having it with food, or your body's just not going to use that water. It'll basically pass right through you. Um, but then you end up buying Element and putting a thousand milligrams of salt in your water, and it's like I'm not gonna. That can't be better. 
So I don't know what I don't know what to do with electrolytes, but uh, that's for I, another episode. whole another topic. Yep. Best, I mean, the best approach is you know what I try to do is is gather my own water by nearby streams, and that way you're getting a natural structured water right. moving from the source, plus the most natural you know composition in terms of dirt, which has B12, amongst other you know vitamins and minerals. Right, gives you some exposure to bacteria a little bit. Here, there, right? Yep. Not yep. There's a there's a spring about ten minutes away from us that's right on the continental divide, and people travel hours to to go and fill up their jugs and bring like carloads full of jugs to fill up, and that's the only water they drink because they believe in the power. That's of not the one that you and your friends strip down and uh, get into after you run. <laughs> Definitely you? is. <laughs> no. <Same one. laughs> no, we're upstream from that. So um. <laughs> downstream. <laughs> <laughs> But All right, it, it's fine. But it's good. Yeah, that um, is, that's, that's a good. Crazy. That's a good. That's good. a good end. I think so. Yeah. All right, thanks everyone for coming, listening live, attending, and listening on the podcast. Of course, uh, if you are here live, Outlier Health Podcast is the place to get this—the plant-based morning show and the Outlier Health Podcast. Now, uh, so get over to that on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, otherwise, just keep showing up when you see that notification that we're going live, because uh, this is good. So, thanks everyone for uh, for a good conversation. And we'll we're doing it live. Check out the video clip. Doing, doing it live. Okay. Doing it live. I'm Goodbye. sharing the screen. I want Thank to enjoy you. this with you. Hold on. How do you share this? It's a dangerous game. No, no. Keep keep this not you're not leaving it. Okay. See, but this is what happened. I lost you guys. We should have we should have stopped when we said we were done. Yeah, we should have. Great ending. I'm gonna edit oh, out that. You didn't turn it off? Alright. No. <laughs> no, we're still alive. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.